here we are with the Sunday NA skirmish event. We had two rounds, the first on Bloody Lane, where CSA was able to do the old flip the point thing, force the Union into last stand, and win the game like that very decisively. It was very fun, very close at the end. And then we saw Nicodemus Hill, that went, no, Hill's counterattack, and that went pretty much according to how that map is normally played. So CSA won both rounds. Good match to watch. We have a bunch of leaders from tonight to talk about strategy and more. With that being said, let us go through our USA representatives and introduce them. So first we have Cheeto. Hey, it's uh, Major General Cheeto, uh, Anderson Brigade, I-Corps. Then we have Lahe. Going to be Captain for Blackshear's unit, I-Corps. And then we have MJ. Uh, Brigadier General of Walker's Division, and I-Corps. And then, last but not least, we have Kasugi. Kasugui. Second Lieutenant, IVB. All right, thank you. I know our CSA representatives. First, we have Prattley. Yep, uh, Colonel of the uh, 19th York of IX Corps. And then we have Pearl. Lieutenant Colonel of the 13th Georgia. And we have Kronk. Captain Kronk, 13th Georgia. And last but not least, we have Imperador. Major of the 6th Wisconsin. Thank you all for being here, and then I was announcing tonight as Guardian Eagle. Let's move into the first round, Bloody Lane. USA was attacking, so we'll start with you guys. What was your strategy going into the round, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Uh, take that left side corner, and then move up and get killed. But unfortunately, it did not happen that way. <laughs> uh, it was a capture early. Not sure why that happened, and it just turned into a adjustment on the fly from there so the first plan was not executed correctly unfortunately any other union yeah. that's basically what happens uh, i was with cheeto um most of icore was in sync tonight uh walkers and uh anderson's tennessee blackshears all that kind of stuff um we were basically working in concert like right off of each other so plan was go left we went left uh and then it went to shit after that <laughs> uh ivb we we mainly held the left side of the map when we first charged the left side i was surprised that there was no csa like no csa uh units trying to defend the left which i think that's the first time i played bloody lane where there's been no contestion there uh, i think it worked out well for them they lost less tickets there we pretty much shooting buck and ball down the road at them. Uh, IVB made one mistake charging. We went right and we kind of got pincered there. I think we should have been more aggressive in the corn. Would have led to more losses for the CSA. And then we wouldn't have had to early cap due to their turtling. I can agree with that. Why well, is there anything you want to add on to that or? Uh, it's, it was interesting watching the units move. Basically, after the initial push, we were, as everyone said, reacting. So it was a very maneuver-oriented fight that I'm surprised in some ways didn't go more of our way as we kept shifting back and forth. There were times where we'd almost get the pressure on, and then we'd have to readjust or just basically losing that initial plan, I feel like, really hurt. All right, thank you. Only question I had for the Union was when you guys hit breaking 
uh, in the second counterattack. Why did you guys keep sending everybody in? Why didn't you guys pull back as far as you could and force the CSA to recap the point and then push in again and cap and win when both sides are on breaking? Uh, on our end, it's because we knew we had um, another unit that was already going. We were bayonets and go from spawn. Um, and the reason we were bayonets and go from spawn is because we knew that we had friendlies on the point in melee. Um, if we had all gotten wiped, that's most certainly what we would have done. Um, I don't think we even got to the point before we hit last sand uh, in walkers after we died. But um, that's the logic on my end, at least. Yeah, IVB had similar perspective. After um, we 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 had about half of our unit on point, and then the other half spawned in at main, and then we tried to run back to reinforce, even though just because we saw like the flow of Union troops moving towards point, so it was kind of inevitable to get all of our men to stop and hold and spawn. So I, I knew the game was kind of over when we had that string of friendlies just flowing into point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if, even if I think if you still have friendlies up on point and you're losing it, because I think at the time CSA was taking point, I, I myself, but I had that overview. I didn't have your guys' perspective, but all in hindsight. So, um, well, it goes back down to communication. Yeah, that's that also true. That, that was like, hey, we're fighting. We're still got it. So let's see, coming from spawn and like, okay, well, the guys are still fighting it. They still is. They still have it. It's like, well, we'll get halfway there, and all of a sudden, yeah, we're dead. And it's like, then you got guys already committed into it. It's like, well, if you pull back, there's going to get shot in the back. There's more tickets, losses. It's a, it's a no-lose or no-win situation at that point. That's a fair point. CSA did very well. Very smart tactically there. So, speaking of the CSA, let's move on to their side. What was your guys' strategy to defend on Bloody Lane, and how did you guys react to the ever-change of Battlefield? I think... Uh... Kind of exactly what uh, what the Union was saying. We intentionally left that CSA right flank, USA left flank unguarded because, I mean, every time there's a fight there, CSA come out losing a lot of tickets and our plan was really just to try and run the clock down um, and group up really hard on the CSA left flank and that was what kind of enabled us to take the pressure off ourselves because every time we got a push from one side, the entire team could kind of react together and just kind of push them back. Um, so that worked really well. And then, yeah, I mean, the only real shift we had to make was we actually didn't expect the Union to cap points so early on battle ready. And we were a little worried that that was going to really drain our tickets faster than we wanted it to, which is why we had that kind of uh, cool retreat when we were at taking losses to try and force them to cap the point off us. Yeah, I was just going to add, um, I was actually pretty surprised that the Union didn't just bring all their men over to the left side once they knew that we were just going to stay there only because if they really wanted to bring our tickets down would have been a lot more efficient to do it that way than just sit back and shoot from far away because that like played directly into our hands and another thing i noticed that there was like some irish unit that like pushed up a lot of the times on the left side and they got pretty torn apart and the rest of their team wasn't even there to back them up so that's another fall on the union side that i noticed. yeah that, that was uh that was no communication part that was hey Oh, we're charging, and they're already charged in. That was yeah, that, that was very I, frustrating on our part. Because um, <laughs> it was like, what, four times that shit happened? And we're like, yeah. bro, we're it trying to lot. form up. And all of a sudden, you see like oh, this unit run by, and they just fucking get slaughtered. It's I think like, it was just, yeah, sorry to interrupt. I think it was just hilarious, because there was so many times where I just see them running across like directly 
um, open field right in front of us, just going up the mountain and then coming around. And I, I, I immediately knew that it was a communication problem on your guys' end. Because, like, there was no way that they should be going on their own, especially mm-hmm. knowing that the whole entire CSA side is literally stacked on that left side. You know, that's, like, one of the things if you really wanted to, like, bring our tickets down you need to force that massive engagement with your whole team there ready to go and uh otherwise you're you know, just killing time played in our hands well, so. and that happened on our your guys's left or right as yeah. well because it happened both sides right and that was another thing so we hit there was a charge and right towards the beginning and we're like who the fuck's charging and we had a unit shift yeah, you know cover fire as well and then he's like do we go with him it's like fuck it at that point try to mitigate the losses and tickets at that point and maybe you get do get a foothold but no. Then they just stopped mid-charge. They stopped at some rocks. And we're just like, okay. Yep. And then they ran back. And it's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing? Yep. So I think it's because was... like, we, we were able to back up whoever uh, the CSA units were there uh, from the corn. Like, we, they were like, oh, shit, there's a whole other unit. Like, you know, we just concealed ourselves in the corn, came out, assisted the unit on the fence. And then they realized they were overwhelmed. And we just counter-charged. There's a couple yeah, times yeah. that we did there's that. No way, there's back. no reason to charge that fucking. That's side. the that's the one action of the IVV I disagree with. But that we after we got wiped there, we had a push to the corn, which we actually fucked up a lot of CSA units in the corn there with our bucking ball. But um, yeah, I don't think we should have been aggressive on the right side. But I think as a like collective team, we should have been more aggressive. I, I think you guys were perfectly fine being aggressive on the right side. You just didn't cohesively do it as a team. Like, you guys just piecemealed it and got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, because each time a unit came in, we were able to shoot them down to a point where they weren't really combat effective, and then another unit would come in and we'd do the same thing again. Yeah, and then it eventually led to, like, uh, I think 6LA. They eventually pushed up all the way to the top. You know, they were just like, well, looks like they all died, so... <laughs> Yeah, Icor was on that uh on the start of that map. We were all the way down by the uh the sunken lane itself. Um we rotated, I think, when we saw six LA do that rotation. Um one of my uh I think it was Goondog actually, he was like, Yo, yo, we should go deal with that. Um so we shifted right, we went all the way into the corn and we tried to get you guys as they uh ran away. I think it was probably six LA who was running away. Um we mm-hmm. peeked out over. That was the one time we peeked over that fence on the right-hand side. I don't like pushing on the right, especially if you're doing the turtle strat. Um, I just generally... It's it, it just... You have so many men there. Like, you have those rocks, you have those two fence lines, you have guys in the corn. It's your entire team, and you get to shoot if we ever push down that side. It's like... And what's even funnier, Yeah, when we're up there, you say, hey, there's a unit charging toward a point. And we're like, what? We peek over the hill and just see it die. Like, well, they're dead. <laughs> we went back into the yeah. Like, we had no fucking idea <laughs> until they were already there. I look to my left and I see just union people trickling out. And I'm like, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that was that was interesting. I mean, other than that, it was it was okay match. But I think we, we liked the second one a lot better. That was more, more cohesive, unfortunately. Or yeah, you know, all everything is close to your guys' spawn, so. Well, also, yeah, I mean, as that, artillery, that... compliment to your guys' artillery, because if we held still, we ran into problems. When we'd work an angle, when you guys would come into the lane from a little higher up to start shooting down on you, they smacked us virtually immediately. That was yeah, impressive. We, we had 11 clocks guys on tonight, and they uh, 
they kind of put on a little bit of a clinic with the Audi. They were just yeah. all over the map. No, it was, it was pretty awesome. Your artillery actually hit us on the second map when we were holding uh, top right at the nibble, which I don't see already hitting that a lot. So Yeah, they've been, they've Shout been out to them. trying to dial that one in because we played hills a couple of times in CFA. They really wanted to get that shot. Another question that I had that I forgot to ask about the first round is so IVB would sometimes hold in the road but they would hold in the middle of the road facing towards the corn. They wouldn't be up against a fence. Do you know why, Kasugi? Uh, yeah, because it gives us a better opportunity to get all our shots off because if we're on the fence shooting buck and ball, we can't really get a volleys like, through each other because we'd have men blocking in front. We didn't really take very many losses in the road because most of the CSA was actually like holding back on the left side, so they... We didn't really have an angle on them. We were just shooting at the guys mostly holding like that corner nipple, uh, like where there's the straight fence meets the snake fence, like right behind the point for the CSA. Uh, that's the where we actually charged there one time. And yeah, I mean, nah, the only thing I, do, I disagree with that game about was when we moved across to the right side through the open field. Everything else, I think, was fine. I think volley in the road was effective and i think it worked out we didn't really take many losses there all right thank you so with that being said let's move on to the second round now uh csa was attacking on hill's counterattack. so what was your guys' strategy going into the round and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield i mean i feel like the plan was just pretty much what we normally the normal plan is attacking on that map send a group right send a group left Try to uh try to put some, drain some tickets from them, and if they try to turtle, we'll just cap the point and draw them out. I think we did a really good job of uh, drawing the USA on the point, and then each of our regiments just kind of collapsed in on them from both sides, and we did really well in a lot of those melees, and especially also our artillery was also just on point today, just lighting them up whenever we needed them to. Yeah, so thirteenth was kind of broken up into two different lines, Kronk leading one, and I had the other. And I was kind of satelliting their line because it was a little bigger. Uh, they were kind of holding in the middle. I can't remember who was up at the top of the map. That, that would be a uh, ninth core and second core. We yeah. kind of combined up there and got in some real, real tasty firefights. Yeah. So it, at at one point after the second cap and recap by them, we kind of uh, our line that which kind of split a little more off and went up there and got into it with uh, ninth core and them, uh, and and got some volleys on a group that was hidden back in that far back corner. Then a big group of Union went really deep towards our Artie on the far right of the map. And so we cut all the way across the map to kind of get out ahead of them on their retreat to shoot them on the retreat, uh, at which point Kronken kind of formed up with us again. And all of 13th kind of held near the corn and kind of invited them to go on a charge at us that kind of knocked it into breaking. I think I think one of the things that worked really well for us and one of our plans always was like ninth core and second core have played that map as CSA a couple times recently, and we've got a, a fun strategy on that left side of kind of like doing staggered advances on either side of the fence. So like by the time one unit hits, yeah, they, they will have get mostly killed by their shots, but the other unit will hit almost unscathed. Um, and so that, that worked really well on that on that far left up at the top of the hill and was able to kind of win us the hill. And then we just kind of sat there and put shots down into the Union. Yeah, 
Um, for the six Wisconsin, we were on the far right side. Our whole deal was basically any time the Union captured the point, we would just come in from this side. That kind of worked well. Honestly, like, a lot of the times when we'd cap initially, see Union guys from the center of the map inch up, and we'd just come up just right over the horizon and shoot them down. It's really efficient. And uh, the one time that we did got pushed back, we got, like, charged by, like, two regiments. We got pretty much wiped. They pushed all the way to artillery, the Union guys. And that's when uh, Pearl and all of them came down the center. They got pretty much overwhelmed immediately. Um, I still, like from uh, from my perspective, when we came from the far right side, they were like all dead. Like Union guys were cleaning up. However, we came up from the right side, and I already knew at that point they were close to getting a breaking, and I was just like just charge, and they don't know. Like we were completely out number two to one, but I still told my guys to charge in. We got y'all to breaking. Then Proudly and all of them came from the north side already, and they came down. It was fucking it was phenomenal. But yeah, it was pretty awesome. Hills was a great map. It's always fun to play CSA. Um, but yeah, pretty fun. All right, thank you. Let's move on to the Union. What was your guys' strategy to defend the map? And how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Mm, there's not too much you can do. I mean, not die is number one, but them capping it up, you have to go out and take it back. I mean, you can sit there, play the waiting game, or not. You have to cap it. There's just nothing you can do about it. On the right-hand side, I guess that was IVB and PA. Yeah, it was us and PA. Did you guys I fight think... in the woods, or did you guys um, just wait in the fence line? Because it felt like there was a lot of deaths, it might be unnecessary, in the woods. Like, you have a fence line out of bounds, like, use it. But, I don't know. We weren't over there. We weren't worried about it. We had our own stuff to worry about on the left. Um, yeah, so how the right worked out... Um... We so we begin we but we begun the game trading volleys at each other basically like we weren't losing any because we would just reload on the fence line come out take a volley come back in um, after that ended um, I know I think we I think that's when we started taking heavy losses and then after that we pretty much just started turtling back on the nipple and that's when already started hitting us at the nipple but. I think we should have tried to be a little more uh, defensive earlier because, but once again, like you said, it's hard on that map. Their capping point, we have to go, like kill them. So, not much you can do there. But yeah, that's pretty much how we played out on the right. Yeah, I mean, we got some good charges. They got some good charges. I think it overall, it was a pretty pretty much a wash by the time you uh, get to take advantage or even out the tickets when you cap a point back. Uh, left side, that was us charging. Towards the end, we said, fuck it. Because we honestly, we thought about this turtling was hiding in the corn. But at that point, we're just like, no, let's have some fun. First map was on, honestly, in opinion, a shit show. We didn't like it. We were pretty frustrated. Um, our guys needed some fun. So we're like, let's charge down the left, kill those guys, come back. And we saw that group in the road. We're like, fuck it, let's just go for it. Charge it. And that other group that came in from the well, point side, I guess, turn around, hit them. But it's the breaking. But it's, at that point, it was either go to breaking, hiding the corn, or go to breaking if they cap a point, or go to breaking if you just fucking volley from a fence line. It was like, just have some fun at that point. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just per, like a pretty traditional hills map. So it was fun. Uh, we definitely traded charges there, but overall, it was a good match. Just it's hills, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for me it was fun. Um, 
we were in taking losses and we decided like Cheeto and I, we didn't want to just sit in the corn and just wait it out. I mean, we were ready to do that. And that's what Union does if they want to win. But fuck winning, dude. <laughs> I want to have fun, you know? Um, so we, you know, that's that big push that we did on the left. So um, we probably saved an extra 20 minutes of just sitting there um, with the CSA. Like, should we cap? Should we not cap? You know, we would just be crouching in the corn for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. I don't want to have my guys do that. Yeah, it was a strange one from our company's perspective. It it was one of those weird engagements where things are going well for you individually, but you can see that the fight is not going overall your way. Charge on the left was very enjoyable, but at the same time, you could see we had to get shifted back right to kind of help try and cover that. It just well, tactically, I core did really well. Yeah, like you said, small unit tactically well. Strategically, it was a fucking shit show. <laughs> Yeah, that those pushes that we had on that left side, I mean, we did massively outnumber. So we uh, we killed those units. We get the out alliance at the very end of the charge. Um, I think that first charge that we did all the way on the left, that was really good. I think we went basically equal. Um, I think it was when six WI came in on that one side. Um, I think that was like basically equal on tickets. Um, it did push us down to breaking, but I mean, it's it's how pills go. So. Yeah, I mean, on on the right, we were definitely outnumbered on the right because CSA had ten to fifteen numbers advantage just playing out, and then they were focusing more guys up top. So um, I think we could have turtled more there, but then again, you know, you want to give your guys some fun. You want to charge. You don't just want to sit back the whole game. So I think I think also on that on that Union right, CSA left. Um, you know, in that nipple, what we started doing once you sat back there is we would just send up units to just take a volley at you and we were like we know we're going to take fairly heavy casualties doing this but we'll get some of yours and at some point you'll go down the morale state like you can't yeah. Those guys. yeah you got you guys had that one charge directly at us where uh, it was kind of funny but i knew you guys you were you were like oh it's hills we have the tickets might as well go try to get some of them all right does anyone else have any comments or questions they wanted to ask before we called off for tonight not really uh, it was just a really enjoyable event. I, I know that we lost both, but generally, it's like if there's a way to lose, it's that those kind of games because they were close, they were fun. Um, so yeah, and the, yeah, there was a ton of action, and like that's that's the more fun thing than one team just sitting there and not doing shit the whole game. At least for us, um, I know earlier this year there was a lot of tension going in the battle. At least for us on a map playing as a CSA on Bloody Lane against, like, Cheeto and his guys, only because I know earlier this year I was on the Union, I think I was also playing with Prally at the time. And we also had Preacher, I think. Um, we were playing on Bloody Lane, and that was, like, the first loss I've ever had as Union on that map. And then I always was like, I'm going to get my revenge one day. And uh, finally <laughs> I did I didn't even today. remember that was a thing, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was fucking crazy. I remember it. Like, it was, like, yesterday. Because it pissed me off so much. I'm like, damn, we really lost this map as Union? Like, wow. And then Preacher was like, yeah, yeah, you know. Because Preacher was just mad at, I don't know, he has some beef with y'all, I don't know why, but he was just, like, really mad. And he was just being super aggressive. And it, I just remember those vibes. And then playing on this map, and I was just like, damn, this is my time. And finally, it happened. So, yeah, all my guys had a blast. It was fucking awesome playing against y'all.
Always is. All right. With that being said, thank you all for coming on to the post-game interview tonight. It was it was good fun. All the regiments that participated in this event will be in the description below. Join the Battleline Network Discord if you want to be an announcer or frontline reporter. It's lots of fun. But for now, this was the last regimental match that I'm covering for the summer anyways. College is kicking back up, so I appreciate everyone that's helped up to this point in a post-game interview announcing me or letting me participate in events. It's been a great summer. So with that being said, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. We'll see you in the next episode, and have a good night.